Hello everyone and welcome to today's webinar, How Clinical Labs Can Confidently Assess Cancer-Associated Variants with Real-World Data and Expert-Curated Genomic Evidence. I'd like to now welcome our speaker, Dr. Uma Thirumuthi. She is the Associate Director of Global Product Management, Somatic Oncology at Kyogen Digital Insights. Prior to joining Kyogen in November 2022, Dr. Thirumuthi was at SEMA4, now GeneDX, where she played a lead role in the development of their in-house cancer knowledge base to support clinical reporting of the SEMA4 solid tumor and whole exome transcriptome tests. For a complete biography on our speaker, please click on the presenter tab. Uma, thank you so much for joining us. You may now begin your presentation. Thank you, Kaylee, for that nice introduction. And thank you all for being with us today. Um, as the title says, I would be talking to you about how you can harness two decades of expert curation content and also real world data that HSMD provides and how that would help your various clinical applications. So in the area of somatic variant interpretation, I'm sure many of you can relate to these pain points that I have here. Um, Several existing knowledge bases contain limited number of variants that are actually biologically or clinically characterized. So what that means as a clinical variant scientist is that I'll have to sift through the vast amount of literature to identify relevant information that would help me in appropriately classifying or, or um, classifying a variant and um, reporting it appropriately. And also we all know that um, it's a challenge to keep up with the new developments and advancements in the field. And hence, uh, that means that the content in many of the available knowledge bases or databases tend to be often outdated. So the critical need here is really for a comprehensive and high quality database that acts as a one-stop shop uh, that, and provides you all the information that you need to confidently assess um, and learn about your variants. So I want to pose um, a question to you guys in the audience. What are the challenges that uh, you face while interpreting somatic variants? These are the different options. You should see a poll at your end. Um, I'll pause for like 10 seconds uh, so that you can um, uh, submit your answers for these polls. Right. A couple of extra seconds here, so people can are able to get to it. Awesome. So moving on. So what if I tell you that you could access an easy to navigate database uh, with all the relevant information for genes, variant diseases, drugs, trials, you name it that would help your clinical workflow. Introducing the Human Somatic Mutation Database or HSMD in short, HSMD is a database that is developed by Kyogen and it contains extensive genomic information for both uh, solid and hematological uh, malignancies. And HSMD also has expert curated content from over 600,000 real world oncology cases 
uh, combined with the content from our own Kyogen knowledge base. It provides you gene information, alteration, disease level, um, ex and on top of that, you can also um, uh, access mutational frequencies that have been observed in our uh, clinical cases. So as I had mentioned uh, before, the content in HSMD comes from these three different buckets. One is our own um, a Kyogen uh, knowledge base. Second is our, our, our observed clinical cases. And third, from various publicly available sources that are normally used for uh, variant annotation. And all this information is structured in such a way that it helps one to easily understand uh, the biological and clinical relevance, the functional characterization of a variant, uh, the role it plays in a, a disease, um, along with the approved treatments or treatments that are in the clinical phase, et cetera, with, uh, including you know, clinical trials. And more importantly, all this uh, data is linked to the references that are clickable and you can get to really quickly. And there is this transparency to all the data um, that, that you find in HSMD. So at this point of time, we have over uh, about 5 million curated alteration findings in HSMD. That includes uh, about one, uh, close to 2 million unique alterations that spans across 1,400 um, uh, or so genes at, and about 1,300 uh, diseases. So we do have quite a, a bit of comprehensive coverage uh, for genes, variants, and diseases. Now I want to focus a little bit um, on the clinical oncology data set that has been incorporated in um, HSMD. As I had mentioned, all this data um, it has uh, is coming from the clinical oncology uh, cases that come through Kyogen. At this point, we have about 620,000 uh, de-identified patient molecular profiles and, um, and about 430k unique somatic. Um, variants and all this data is coming from you know over 40 different clinical testing labs using a, a variety of panels. Um, and uh, again, this information is available for both solid and heme uh, malignancies. And you have um, all you have information such as you know the molecular function of the variant, um, uh, the classification according to the AMP uh, tiers. Um, all, all this again is. Uh, comes with the references that you can access. So if you want to um, uh, look at the scale of the data that we accumulate over time, we uh, see approximately about 70,000 um, new patient case uh, profiles added um, annually and about 60,000 um, new variants that are um, added annually. So let's get into how HSMD can benefit your um, clinical applications. So what the slides um, list here are some of the uh, common applications uh, relevant to clinical testing labs, starting with customizing gene panels, where you want to make sure that the panel does, uh, that you design is comprehensive. It has a good level of coverage for all the genes that are actionable or have some sort of therapies associated or trials associated uh, with them. It can uh, data within HSMD can enable you to evaluate secondary findings. Um, if certain genes also have association with hereditary cancer types, um, et cetera, you can find identify off-label therapies relevant for your genes and uh, mutations. 
you can confidently um, assess a variant as BUS or variant of unknown significance. Um, and we, you can also use the data within HSMD for your molecular tumor board or MDB uh, discussions where a patient's um, a genomic report is discussed in uh, detail to identify you know, the best course of treatment or the best um, clinical trial um, to refer this patient for. So what are your um, what are the areas of your clinical workflow that you are um, looking to improve? Here's um, again, these are the different options that you have. I'll give you 20 seconds so uh, you can um, choose the relevant options. Again, you should be able to see a poll screen at your end. All right, moving on. Okay, I wanted to uh, use the slide to emphasize again the value and utility of HSMD in the clinical workflow and how it can greatly help with reducing the turnaround time uh, by enabling you to rapidly assess uh, the variant um, access, assess the tiers of the variant, classify it as clinically significant or variant of unknown uh, significance, um, et cetera. And also to point out HSMD has coverage for a wide number of variant types, anything you name it, CN, SNVs, CNVs, endos, fusions, um, splice variants. So we have, HSMD has content uh, over, uh, that, overarches all these um, different types of variants. And also, in addition, when you're coming into HSMD from a disease endpoint, HSMD can help with identifying the key alterations that have been observed in a cancer type of your interest. It gives you the frequency of distribution of certain genes or alterations in a gene across the clinical cases. Um, and we've also enhanced this process in the latest release of HSMD by introducing the disease hierarchy. And I'll get to that um, in, in detail in a bit. And moreover, with HSMD, you can um, explore gene and variant specific information, um, clinical trials of and on label therapies, sensitivity or resistance to therapies. Actually, with the latest release, we have um, enhance this feature by adding what we call as clinical significance tags, which um, which makes you easily assess um, if a gene or a variant in a gene has some sort of therapeutic response to any targeted um, therapies. So, and also HSMD offers you both the breadth and depth of information. You can see from these um, numbers here, uh, that we do have quite a bit of coverage when it comes to genes, variants, diseases, drugs, and trials. And also all these, um, all these have further detailed information, be it like, you know, if you want a description of a gene or a mutation, genomic coordinates, what's the function of the uh, mutation? Is it activating, inactivating? And uh, 
how was that assessment made? You have the references to go back and um, look at. And as I uh, mentioned, you also have the alteration distribution for, that comes from our clinical data set. So you can actually have an idea if your variant of interest has been observed in, our, um, in a clinical setting, um, for example. And you have all the information regarding drugs, drug targets, um, and you also have access to an extensive uh, uh, array of clinical trials that you can filter um, as needed. Now let's take a deep dive into um, HSMD so I can um, show you how you can access all this um, uh, good curated information um, that is structured and um, is easy to use. So what you're seeing here is the landing page of HSMD where you can search um, in the search box here for, you know, you can search for a gene, alteration, drug, um, NCT ID, et cetera. Um, and in HSMD, there are five main sections that we call as the explorers. We have the gene explorer, um, alteration, disease explorer, drugs, and trial um, explorer. So this is what a gene explorer uh, page looks like. So this page gives you an overview of the genes that has been curated in HSMD. And it provides you the ability to filter the genes based on your uh, parameters or a combination of different parameters. For example, you can search uh, for a gene uh, depending on the type of a gene, if it is a tumor suppressor or oncogene or both. Um, you can also um, search for genes with specific alteration types, say missense, nonsense, um, loss, or amplification or gain. Um, you can also uh, filter by functional impact. Is it known activating, um, known inactivating, or predicted activating, or even if it's predicted just by computational um, software such as um, BSET. Moreover, you can also filter by actionability. So when you're designing a gene panel, you want to make sure that you have a complete coverage of genes that have one or more alterations, you know, that are classified as tier one or tier two. So, you know, you can use this uh, to do that. And as I'd mentioned, so with the new um, HSMD release, we have added these clinical significance icons. So it makes it easier for you to have a filtered gene list that have one or more variants in it that ha have some sort of association um, with uh, targeted therapy. May, it might be sensitive, it might be resistance, it might be uh, both, um, et cetera. And also you can uh, sort the drugs column to see uh, the genes that have the maximum number of drugs or clinical trials associated uh, with it. And moving on to the alteration explorer page, it is similar to the Gene Explorer page, only it enables you to explore uh, the alterations. So you can search for alterations in a specific gene of um, interest, or you can sort, uh, or sort and search for alterations at a specific residue, V600, for example. Again, here you can filter based on actionability as well as functional impact and the alteration type. And also by clinical significance, is this variant, uh, does this variant have a known association with um, response to therapy? 
Um, and also you can see the number of uh, diseases that the variant um, is associated with. And more importantly, you have the flexibility to filter the alterations that have been previously seen in a clinical uh, setting by filtering the source column for um, clinically reviewed versus um, the Kyogen KB, which is the variant uh, curated in our um, knowledge base. So moving on to the Disease Explorer um, page. Disease Explorer page, as the name suggests, it provides you with a ton of information relevant for a disease. So I wanna highlight the hierarchical organization of the disease that was introduced in the latest release. So it makes it so much easier for you to either search for a specific child or a subtype of a disease, or on the other hand, if you want to have search for a global or you know or a broad parent um, disease. In this um, case, if you can search for thyroid cancer as a broad tumor description, or you can go down to the uh, specifics and search for a particular uh, subtype of thyroid carcinoma, for example. And moreover, we have included the oncotree codes and the SNOMED codes for these disease types wherever available. So you can also search um, by the oncotree codes as well, if that's what you use um, in your uh, daily workflow. And right off the bat, you can also see the top three mutated genes for any of the cancer types. For example, in this case, you can see that in thyroid cancer, which is a parent disease, um, the top three mutated genes are TP53, BRAF, and TERD. But on the other hand, if you want to focus on a specific subtype, let's say medullary thyroid carcinoma, for example, then you can see that the top three mutated genes are red, um, TP53, and, um, and um, HRAS. And also you have these other columns that you can sort, but you can also look for a disease um, you know, that has the maximum number of clinical trials associated with it, um, et cetera. So you, you have the flexibility to use um, a, the space for searching any, any alterations of um, interest. Next is the Drug Explorer page. So Drug Explorer page gives you an overview of the curated drugs, its relevant drug targets, the number of clinical trials that are enrolling with the, uh, you know, that involves a particular um, drug and the source of uh, the curated biomarker drug association. So you can see um, that, you know, where, where that information is coming from. Is it coming from drug labels such as FDA or EMA, or is it coming from clinical guidelines such as, you know, ESMO, NCCN, um, et cetera. And also you can you have the number of references associated with each of these um, drugs. So when I'm, um, I find this target column extremely handy because if you're looking at a drug and you can right away um, see what are the genes that are targeted by the drug either directly or in the, um, in the pathway. And last but not the least is the Trial Explorer page. And as the name suggests, it provides a fast way for users to identify relevant clinical trials. Um, users can search by NCT IDs. They can search filter by the face um, or status and the type of study, et cetera. And also you can search by your ge geographical location by putting in the country of interest here um, in the search um, column. 
So again, you know, it provides you a one-stop shop where you can get any type of information that you need relevant for a gene or um, a variant or a drug, et cetera. Okay, now I want to, I've shown you how you can access that information and what sort of information is in HSMD. Um, now I want to walk you through an example to showcase how HSMD can help you in like different stages of your clinical workflow process from you know variant interpretation to molecular um, tumor board. Okay, so the, ex uh, the case study that I've uh, uh, taken today is a medullary thyroid carcinoma case. Let's say you have uh, this case and you have these two variants that are present in your case. Okay, so before we get into the details, to give an overview, in, uh, how, overview on how you can use HSMD for uh, variant interpretation and how it would help save time and effort. Okay, so in the normal process of variant curation, you know, it involves, we all know it involves looking through public databases, PubMed articles, you know, and whatnot. Um, Okay, and also this process becomes even more time consuming if you stumble upon a variant that is less known or one of the you know rarer variances where, is, where there is not um, a lot of information um, that is available or on the other hand, you're not convinced that the data available in you know any of the resources that you use is up to date, okay? Um, so, you know, because of those reasons, the manual curation of like, let's say one rare or controversial variant can take anywhere between uh, three to four hours and it's, it's essentially a time sink. On the other hand, with HSMD, there's all this data that is accumulated over time and it is presented in one unified platform or interface, right? So it be, it sort of, bypasses all these different steps that you need to go through in order to arrive at a, a confident variant assessment. And you know it, it, you can bring down the time uh, from about uh, from in the uh, from hours to like a matter of minutes with uh, with HSMD. Okay, now let's go back to our um, use case. Okay. Uh, to recap, you have a medullary thyroid carcinoma case. Okay, so I'm in the disease explorer page here, and I this is the cancer type that I'm interested in. You can see that with the oncology code for this um, cancer type, and right off the bat, I see, okay, these are the top mutated genes um, that have been uh, seen in medullary thyroid carcinoma cases, um, and you can see that we've had 164 medullary thyroid carcinoma cases that we have seen um, through chiatin. So I wanna learn more about medullary thyroid carcinoma and when I click on um, this link here, what it does, it takes me to the disease page. And in the disease page, on the top of the uh, screen, you can see there is a description of the um, uh, disease, again, with all the uh, references you can see the synonyms, you can see the uh, the SNOMED code, and you can also see the hierarchical relationship uh, with, uh, with other cancer types. And down the, as you go down the uh, disease page, 
you have this gene distribution um, clinical cases section where you're able to see the mutational frequency of genes in medullary thyroid carcinoma. As seen here, for example, you can see that RET is mutated in about 59% uh, of medullary thyroid carcinoma cases seen at Kyogen. And it gives you a confidence or validation of the mutational uh, profile that you are seeing in your patient. And moreover, if in the gene, uh, you can also see the distribution of alterations across any genes that you want to look at. Uh, for example, in uh, in red, you can see that about 50% of the uh, mutations that are seen in red are known activating uh, versus like 4% that are predicted activating, et cetera. And you can also get a breakdown of the different alteration types um, of the mutations that have been seen in medullary thyroid carcinoma. And as you can see, 75% of the mutation, any mutations across any genes in medullary thyroid carcinoma um, are uh, missense uh, mutations. Okay, so now down the page, you have the section um, called the alterations section. So this is where I can get into more details about my variant of interest, okay? So I have, just to recall, I have two variants that I need to look at, um, you know, in my that I've seen in my case. Um, and so I search for RET, uh, which is the gene that I'm interested in now. And um, this is the variant M918T that I'm interested in. So to uh, gather more information for this variant, I can either I, I click on the protein change um, column or the coding change uh, column. So when I do that, it takes you to the alteration um, page. So right off the bat, it gives you a detailed description of the functional significance of the variant. And I just by reading this, I know that this variant is activating. And again, as I've mentioned many times uh, before, all these has references attached, so you can easily click, and these are hyperlinked. So you can easily click them and go and read the papers as needed. And you can also see that uh, we display additional links where this uh, variant um, has been you know, reported in. Moving down, also it listed very obviously, functional impact, you know, um, it's known activating. Highest actionability tier is sorry tier one, okay. Um, and then um, you can also see that the source of the variant it says clinically reviewed, which tells you that yes, this variant has been seen in one or more of uh, cl uh, of clinical cases observed through um, Kyogen. And down the page, you also have information on allele. Um, frequency and biochemical impact that is coming from these different um, sources if you want to access it. And also I can see in what other cancer types besides the one that I have in hand has this uh, variant been um, observed in. And you can see medullary thyroid carcinoma um, is at the top of this list, but you know about 4% of pheochromocytomas and other non-specified thyroid cancers have also, um, you know, uh, this variant has been observed in um, in these other cancer types as well. And 
if you go down the see everything is in like one page for you so all that information that you need is in this page i'm just going down the page for you uh, to show you how um uh you can access that information again so if you want to see um what drugs are available relevant to this variant if it is approved for that variant if so in what cancer type is it approved in if it is not approved you know, you can also see if it is recommended in any of the clinical um, guidelines. Or on the other hand, you can also see if there's just clinical evidence that might exist for a drug um, in reference to this uh, variant. Again, all these columns are searchable and filterable. Yeah, so I just, um, this is a screen, the screenshot here shows you like what happens when I just filter for FDA approved drugs. So you can see pralcetinib and selpercatinib um, that are approved for uh, breast um, patients in medullary thyroid carcinoma. And then, okay, let's say, okay, now I know what the function of the variant is. I can confidently say it's activating and it's tier one. Okay, and I know what drugs uh, might be relevant. Next, I want to know what are the trials. Um, again, this is in the same page. Okay, if you go down the uh, page for the specific uh, mutation, you have the clinical trials table that you can uh, filter according to your um, parameters. And then moreover, you can also go to the clinical trial explorer to filter for um, you know uh, trials based on geographical um, locations, etc. So now at this point, you have all that information that you need to rapidly and confidently assess a variant, okay? But next, I wanna highlight a scenario where you can use all that data that you have in HSMD and quickly assess that a variant is a variant of unknown significance or, um, or VUS and how it comes in handy when you are having your molecular um, tumor board discussions. Okay, so the other variant that we had in our mock case was red P1023L. It's the same workflow that I did for the um, uh, other red uh, variant. Okay, so I'm in uh, the disease page and I've searched for um, red and I have, um, I'm looking for this specific alteration, which is p one zero. 23L. Okay, I find that I click on the alteration page and it takes me to this uh, alteration specific page where you get all that information. Uh, again, here you can see uh, that experts have determined that this variant um, has an unknown impact. There is nothing in the literature that helps you uh, classify a variant one way or another. You can also see what other uh, databases have information on this variant, or sometimes you know just list this variant. Um, and also, as I've shown before, the functional impact is unknown because there's no existing data on this variant. It is a tier three VUS, and also it's been clinically reviewed. So you have that confidence. Hey, this variant has been seen in one or more of the clinical cases through Kyogen, and Kyogen expert. Uh, you know, um, scientists have determined, have done the due diligence and determined that this variant is indeed um, a variant of unknown um, significance. 
And to point out, you also have the different transcripts that might be associated. Um, and also, if you uh, if you can see the small i here, it tells you the preferred transcript that HSMD um, uses. So at this point, you have all the information that you need that is readily available, and that helps you confidently call that this variant is indeed a variant of unknown significance. And also, if you, if you still want to know if this variant has been seen in any other cancer types, which you can um, by coming to the observed clinical case uh, distribution, and you can see that there's like one instance in medullary thyroid carcinoma, another in salivary gland carcinoma, etc. And again, with the biochemical um, impact, you can see how these various prediction um, softwares and algorithms are um, calling this uh, variant. And let's say, okay, let, we've determined that particular alteration, um, which is P1023L is a variant of significance. It's not characterized. It's not, there's nothing in the literature that would help you characterize um, that variant. But if you're wondering about, okay, so what are the other changes that have been shown to occur at that specific um, residue? And how were these other changes at that position um, classified? So if I go to the Alteration Explorer page and I just put in uh, the gene and the residue, it gives me a list of other changes that have been, uh, that are in, that is in the uh, HSMD uh, database and where they are coming from. Okay, if it is clinically reviewed, meaning if this variant has been seen in a clinical case, or if it is QKB literature, which stands for Chiogen KB um, literature. Okay, and you can see uh, there are two rows depending on the different coding changes uh, that result in the same protein change, and there's a synonymous variant. But again, that synonymous variant has not been observed in any of the clinical uh, case, um, which makes sense, and also, um, there's another change, which is uh, P2S at the same um, residue, and that has been um, seen in the clinic, uh, clinical cases, and you can see it's been seen in uh, four uh, diseases. Again, you can go into the uh, variant and look for other details, as I had shown you uh, before, as uh, relevant. And as I've been uh, mentioning throughout the presentation, so all that um, information that you have have uh, references associated with them. So in any page, if you go to the bibliography section, so you can see all the bibliography content, um, you know, that are linkable. And also we have um, summarized findings for each of these bibliography reference, which sort of gives you a gist of what's in the publication that you can read before you decide, oh, yeah, I want to look at this paper, or on the other hand, you know, it's not, you know, it's not relevant for me. So basically, we, HSMD makes you makes the whole process from variant interpretation, uh, or you know, uh, when you are having discussions about a patient case and a molecular tumor board, or even when it comes to designing gene panels, it gives you all that information 
that is aggregated structure in a an easy to in a easy to use manner that you can rapidly um, assess in one platform rather than you having to jump back and forth from having multiple windows or tabs open to uh, get uh, uh, to each of the uh, you know each piece of information. Okay. Now I've shown you how HSMD can significantly help with your clinical workflow, but the utility of HSMD does not end here. HSMD can also help in your translational and research needs. For example, it can um, enhance companion diagnostic design by you know uh, give, by ha giving you information on prevalence data for like you know gene mutations across various cancer types. It can also help you uh, validate or accelerate your drug development programs. We have made it easier for you to see which of these, which of the genes and variants have, um, as, you know, any sort of clinical significant uh, significance or sensitivity or resistance to um, treatments and therapies. And basically, we can, you know, help you validate the right um, targets. Uh, faster because of all that information that you need um, to do that, um, you know, that is available to you in one single platform. So uh, there, uh, there was a new HSMD release in November, and I had I, I have uh, gone through all these improvements that we had uh, incorporated for the latest release, such as hierarchical organization of the diseases, um, addition of clinical significance um, icons, and we've also made several usability um, uh, improvements. And you can see uh, the increments in data for these various parameters that we've added with the um, new release as well. Okay, so now I've shown you all the goodness of HSMD. I guess the next question that you all have uh, in your mind is how can you access HSMD? So there are two ways that you can access HSMD. One is the online UI, you know, that I uh, had shown you screenshots of. Um, on the other hand, if you want the HSMD data to be incorporated into your platform or uh, pipelines, we have the HSMD software developer uh, version where you can have link outs for information regarding for your gene or variant or what, you know, or drugs, et cetera, uh, to HSMD where you can access all that information from your platform with just one simple click. To summarize, HSMD really helps you to analyze with precision, interpret with confidence when it comes to your clinical workflow. You can confidently assess, um, you know, mutations. You can learn about their oncogenic potential. You can see how the variant is classified according to the AMP guidelines. And moreover, on top of that, you can um, see if your particular variant is seen in any of clinical, any of the clinical oncology um, cases. And as I had mentioned earlier. All this information is aggregated in one platform. It's easy to navigate. It's quick um, to access that information, and hence it saves time, um, effort, and uh, you know it just makes the whole process seamless uh, when it comes to your clinical workflow. And again, the content in HSMD is updated regularly, so uh, 
the, the information in HSMD is um, uh, up to date. All right. So at this point, what would you like to do to explore um, HSMD? So these are the options that we have received. You can um, receive a five-day free trial, or would you like an expert consultation um, about uh, your particular case or you know other um, um, studies that you might have? Know more about HSMD by talking to an expert, or um, none at this time. I will. I'll stay on this page for about um, twenty seconds, so you can vote. If you're interested in learning more about HSMD, please go to digitalinsights.chiogen.com slash HSMD, where you can request for a free, free complimentary uh, trial and also um, a, a demo or consultation uh, with one of our experts. Thank you for listening, and I'll be happy to take any questions. All right. Well, thank you so much, Uma, for your informative presentation. We will now start the live Q&A portion of the webinar. So to our audience, if you have a question you'd like to ask, please do so now. Just click on the Ask a Question box located on the far left of your screen, and we'll answer as many of your questions as we have time for. All right. So let's get started. We've already got some great questions coming in here. Uma, this first question I have for you asks, which version of GRCH is supported by HSMD? That's a, that's a great question. So HSMD supports H, HG19 or GRCH37. Great, thank you. All right, next question here. How often is data updated in HSMD? So um, HSMD data is updated uh, uh, bi-weekly on average, yes. That's another great question because I would be, you know, concerned if the database is outdated. Yep. Great, thank you. All right. Another question I have for you here: Does HSMD allow complete data download? It, we can um, explore options to do that, but it's not one of the, you know, um, it's not one of the options that we provide. Normally, but depending on your data needs and um, you know on your use cases, we are you know we can certainly ha explore options to uh, do that. Great, thank you. All right. Next question here. You mentioned HSMD Software Developer. Is it an API access? So HSMD Software Developer is not a traditional. Uh, API access where you can, you know, uh, query and um, uh, have uh, information returned to you. Um, so the API keys that uh, HSMD software developer provides you enables you to uh, hyperlink to the data uh, available in um, HSMD online. Great, thank you. All right. Next question here asks, is there a way to try out HSMD UI application? 
Yes, um, absolutely. As you can see on the slide here, yes, if you go to digitalinsights.kyogen.com slash HSMD, you will be able to request um, a, a five-day uh, free trial for you to try it out. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. And we do have time for a few more questions here, so we'll continue. This next question asks, you showed in your use case fusions, does other alteration types such as CNV available in HSMD? Yes, so HSMD, as I had mentioned, um, has coverage for a wide variety of alteration types, like missins, nonsense, indels, um, spice, fusions, amplifications, loss, um, et cetera. Yes, so yeah, you can access any different types of alterations in HSMD. Thank you. All right. Okay, and this question might be a little similar, but what kind of structural variants HSMD, um, uh, does HSMD have and does it have CNV information? Yes, that's another great question. Yes, it has all CNV information for uh, like, for example, losses, um, gains, amplifications, um, and also for like uh, fusions and rearrangements, yes. All right, great. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Well, that leads us to the end of our session today. So before we go, I want to thank you again, Uma, and ask, do you have any final comments for our audience? And um, I just wanted to say thank you for your time today. Thank you for listening in. And um, let us know if you have any questions or interested in uh, you know, trying out um, HSMD online. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Uma, for your time today and your important research. Before we go, I'd like to thank the audience for joining us today and for their interesting questions. So until next time, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.